Hey friends, welcome back to your Good Life Now podcast. I am Frankie Martinez and I want to welcome you to the podcast. I know it's going to inspire you to live your good life now. Today is a very, very special day because not only do I have a guest, I have more than a guest. I actually have a co-host. Yes, you heard it right, guys. I have a co-host for the very first time. And this co-host is joining us and going to be part of the podcast throughout our whole season as we are talking about family. So I thought there would be no one better to be a co-host with me for this season than the one, the only, my wife, Maria Martinez. Yay. (laughs) Welcome to the podcast, honey. Thank you for having me. (laughs) So, Maria, I'm so grateful that you're here joining us on this podcast, and I'm sure a lot of people are going to get a lot of value out of our conversations, your input, and why are we talking about family? Well, I think the main reason we decided to do this podcast on this topic is because family is one of the main things that we get asked about a lot. People always ask, how did you get such great kids? And how did you raise such a beautiful family? And so it's kind of a a reoccurring topic that comes up with us and our friends or people we meet. So it was something that's always been in our heart to just kind of bring it out somehow. And that's why we decided to do this. Absolutely. You know, and I remember even just as I was talking to a friend, letting him know about the topic that we're going to start discussing on the podcast, he goes, well, of course, that's amazing. You guys should do that because you guys have fruit in that area. And by no means are we a perfect family. We are by far (laughs) not a perfect family, but we do have fruit in that area. And I think one of the main reasons we have fruit in that area is because both of us have not only a great passion and desire to create a good family, but we're very intentional about our parenting and our family time and all that stuff. Yes. And I'm glad that you brought up that intentional word because that's exactly what I think is what we do. And I remember hearing a message at a church we were attending. They were doing a parenting series and one of them was called Intentional Parenting and they were talking about Parenting and, and, and basically what, everything that you do being intentional. And at that moment, it kind of clicked with me knowing that that's exactly how we parent. We parent with intention and everything that we do has a reason behind it, has a goal or something that's going to better our, our kids, our family. So that word is exactly, I feel like, how we can wrap up or label our journey as parents, intentional parenting. Yes, that's great. And I 100% agree with you. What I think is interesting is both of us are very intentional with our parenting. We both are very driven on the inside Mm -hmm. to parent and create a good family, but we're driven by two exact opposites, Opposites. (laughs) which I think is very interesting. And that that came out in our normal conversations as we were talking and I know I haven't shared a lot about my story on the podcast, but I will soon when the timing is right. But for me, I didn't grow up in, let's say, the best home environment, okay? (laughs) Now, I am grateful for my parents, my family. I love them, and I'm grateful for what they 
taught me, put into my life, but it was a very hard upbringing for me. It wasn't a godly home. We didn't go to church. It wasn't a Christian home. So because of that, I grew up very different. And so my biggest motivating factor to build a great family is the pain mm -hmm. that I've, I experienced growing up in life. Mm -hmm. So it's the pain I've experienced in my life as a young child, in my family upbringing, that makes me want to make sure that I am there for my kids, that they know I love them, that they know that I believe in them, I'm rooting for them, we're prioritizing them. And I want them to know that they have a father that, that they can look to for advice, trust, and lean on who loves and cares for them. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to set an example to my children on what a godly husband looks like. And all this is all motivated and driven because of the pain I experienced that I don't want my children to experience and want to give them a better life. Mm -hmm. You, on the other hand, yeah. have a completely opposite <laughs> different motivating force because... Yes. You're not driven by pain. Mm -hmm. You're driven by the pleasure yeah. of experiencing a beautiful upbringing. Yeah, the love. <laughs> I am very thankful and grateful that I did grow up in a very good home environment. I had two parents that were very caring and very available. And I mean, my dad, yes, he worked a lot. He was a very hardworking man, worked seven days a week. But even in his busy schedule, I felt like he still made time. And he had his little ways of showing that he loved us, even though, you know, he never said it verbally as much. But he definitely showed it in other ways. Like he would bring me and my brother little treats or little gifts from the store when he went to make, run an errand or something. Which is probably why your main love language <laughs> is gifts. Yes. <laughs> so I owe that to your dad. <laughs> and, and my mom, she was always there, like, you know, always made sure she was the one that got us up and, and got us to school and made sure we had, you know, were fed well, picked up from school. And we always had a parent around. We weren't basically raising ourselves or anything. And so I'm very thankful to that. Always felt loved. Always felt I had a, a nice, secure family home. Awesome. So I think between the mix of us, mm -hmm. we have the both totally different reasons to pursue the same purpose and yeah. passion. So I don't know. It works for us. It works yeah. for our family. And it's and I'm so grateful for our family and what God is doing in and through us. Yes. So, yeah, that reminds me of a story when I was in high school and I was a junior in okay. high school. My friend was a senior. We were already dating. Mm -hmm. We had intentions to get married. And I remember walking with my friend to the bus stop after school. And I was telling him about how I can't wait to get married because I, 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 don't, I think we just came up that we were going to get married. And I told him. Or maybe was he asking what you were doing after high school? or <laughs> um, Everyone asked that. <laughs> <laughs> I literally got married. We literally, I got married. We literally got married seven days after my high school graduation. Yeah. So it's very awesome. The best decision we made. Yeah. And so grateful for that. <laughs> but I was talking to my friend and I just told him how I just really want a family. Mm -hmm. And he looks at me, he goes, what? I go, I just, I just really want a family. And then he's like, you don't have a family, bro? And I just thought it was hilarious because I'm like, no, like I have a family, but 
I really want my own family. Mm-hmm. I want my own family because I wanted to experience taking my children to church. Mm-hmm. You know, as a teenager, I would, like I said, I got, I gave my life to Christ when I was 14. Mm-hmm. So I would go to church alone mm-hmm. and as a teen. And to me, it, it made such an impact in my life. When I would see like a father and his mm-hmm. children going to church or of course a mother too, but you know, it just, I guess it impacted me because I saw a, a godly a example of a godly man leading his home, yeah. leading his family to church. So every time I would see like, like a father actually taking his kids to church, it just made an impact to me. And I'd, it always just have a deep impression. And I'd be like, man, I want to be like that one day. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to have my own family. And I'm a, you know, take my, I think it was, I didn't experience that as a child. Yeah. So I'm like, I want to be that for my kids. I want to yeah. set that example for them. I want to be able to walk into a church with my kids as they're tiny. And then, you know, of course, as they grow up. And so I think that always had a big impression on me. And I think, you know, I just wanted to experience that saying in the Bible, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Mm-hmm. And that's always been one of our quotes and saying we've always had that hanging up somewhere mm-hmm. in our house because yeah. it's what we want to do. And it's actually what it's we're doing. Motto. Yes, it's what we're doing right now. So I think maybe since we're talking about our family, maybe we should introduce our family. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, if you didn't know, if you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> we actually have three children. Mm-hmm. Our oldest is 22. Mm-hmm. Her name is Cynthia. Mm-hmm. Our second child is Giselle. She is 20. Yeah. And we have a, little, a young boy yeah. who is 13 years old named Zeke. Yes. And we have survived parenting teenagers twice. <laughs> and we are experiencing a new experience uh, parenting a teenage boy. boy. <laughs> uh, very different. But we are trusting in God and leaning yes. on him and our past experience yes, to sure. build him up in a godly way and help him know that he's loved and valued. And yes. So... That is our family. Mm-hmm. I remember this saying, and I can't remember exactly where I heard it or what it was said, but it had an impression on me. It might have been a parenting book because mm-hmm. as as new parents, I was reading all the books. I was. I remember a, you were reading the expecting expecting dad version. Dad version. <laughs> I had that. I'm a reader, and I like to be prepared. So yeah. since I'm a reader, I will read whatever we're experiencing. So. I did read what to expect when you're expecting for dads. It was a very pleasurable book. Pleasurable book. You never read the one for moms, no. but I read the one for dads. So I think it was, I read a lot of parenting books, which I'm grateful for because, yes. you know, not I'm only. I'm grateful for you reading them too. <laughs> well, yeah, because like I said, I didn't have that model yeah. as, a, as a child. So I had to lean on God and wisdom from people who wrote books to give me a good model on how am I supposed to raise my kids? How do how do I create a godly home? How do I create this atmosphere where we can live? As for me and my house, will serve the Lord. I didn't know how to do that, but I, I studied a lot of books, and I'm so grateful for uh, godly men yeah. that God put in my life. Great godly men, pastors of mine that really discipled me and helped me understand what it is to be a godly man yeah. and show me how to parent, how to father, how to be a good husband. Mm -hmm. Those are the years in my life that really just impacted me and shaped me to be a godly man. So anyways, I got totally sidetracked, but 
credit to those who are disciple yeah. who discipled me. Yes. And if you are a father who maybe didn't grow up the way you wished or don't have that model, I'm telling you, read some books, yes. start there and start asking and God will send you godly men in your life to help disciple you and teach you how to be a godly father, husband, to be a model for you yeah. so you know how to replicate that. But one of these books that I read, it talked about <clears throat> parenting your children, especially the early years, mm-hmm. how it's compared to wet cement. Yes. That you only have a little bit of time. Because, you know, with cement, mm-hmm. you know, when they pour cement, you never see like one guy working alone. With cement. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you don't pour a driveway by yourself. Yeah. There's usually a team of guys. Mm-hmm. Why? Why is there a team of guys? Because it's a big driveway. That's not the only reason. The main reason there's a lot of guys is because you have a limited amount of time before that cement dries. Yeah. They pour it out as liquid. And then you got, you know, a very set time. Mm-hmm. And if you don't fix that and get it shaped and finished properly... You missed your mark. You yeah. missed your moment. And that thing is dry. And the same thing happens in parenting. Mm-hmm. We got to understand that parenting is like when, when the opportunity and the time that you have with your kids mm-hmm. as a parent, it's like experiencing that wet cement. Mm-hmm. You only have that small window to influence your kids, mm-hmm. the small window to show them, to prove to them that you love them, yeah. to let them know that they're valuable, that their voice matters, to build that confidence and instill that inside of them. You have such a small window to do that, that if you miss that window or mm-hmm. take it for granted or spend it just complaining or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, we all know life is rough. Yeah. And just because you have kids doesn't mean you're going to have an easy pass. Exactly. And, you know, but life is rough. But even when life is rough, you got to make sure. That we understand and remember that we have a very limited amount of time with our children. And that's one of the reasons why we prioritize parenting is because I'm always reminded of that analogy of comparing parenting to pouring wet cement. Mm -hmm. Because we got that small window before it's too late. And then after that, you had your time to parent them. Now they're adults. And we have two young adults, you know, in our life. And and time flew. And time (laughs) has definitely flown. But I'm so grateful for the sacrifices we made yes. to help them know who they are. And to see them successful right now is just a huge reward mm-hmm. as a parent. Yes. And like you were saying about the the wet cement, it also reminds me of a saying, the days are long, but the years are short. Mm. And so I know that when we're in yes. the thick of it, you know, in yeah. the <sighs> those early years that seem like all we're doing is the repetitive stuff day to day that before you know it, that time has passed. And, you know, like we're saying, we have two young adults and it doesn't feel like it was that long ago. You know, we were in that situation. We think about it sometimes, look at pictures or whatever. You like to go down memory lane because it really does go by fast when you're in it. It feels like forever, but before you know it, you're out of that stage. And those are the, like they say, the, when they absorb the most. Yeah. And so you want to make sure that you're there for them. They remember mom was there. They feel that comfort. They feel that love. I'm even like one of those moms that, you know, they say, don't hold them. You know, you're going to spoil them, you know, <laughs> when they're babies. I don't care. I'm going to hold them all I want because they're going to feel that love. Yes. You know, mom's yes. love. And that g- gives them more, you know, security, the more security, the more confidence they have. And, you know, that just helps yes. them 
grow up healthier. That reminds me of that business saying I've heard. (laughs) And it's talking about customer service. Mm -hmm. And in business, it says, people won't remember what you said, but they'll remember how you made them feel. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so important. Or I think that's the same with parenting, with our children, you Mm -hmm. know, especially we talk about like our the first birthday that we throw for yeah. our kids. I don't know about you all, but for me and, and, and my wife on our, their, our kids' first birthday is always a big deal. It's a big deal. And most of our friends it's are the, the same. It's, it's like a big deal. But do you realize that that one-year-old baby will not remember one <laughs> thing about that party? They won't realize, they won't remember if they had a pony or a jumpy house. Or they won't even know who's there. But I'm telling you, I honestly believe that they'll remember the feeling. Mm-hmm. Of being loved, mm-hmm. and that's what it, parenting is all about. Some, some, when they're young, they might not remember everything, but they'll remember a feeling that my parents love me. This is a safe environment. This is a safe home. I feel loved. I feel valued. I feel like I'm part of this family. I make a difference, and I belong here. Mm-hmm. And that's what creating this home is all about. Mm-hmm. Creating this atmosphere where our children can thrive and grow and flourish yes i agree and i think one of the last things that really motivate me in my parenting that goes through my mind all the time is that they are not my children yes i they were yours from another marriage (laughs) (laughs) no i'm just joking i'm just like they're my kids edit should we edit that i don't know Uh maybe i'll leave it but i meant they're not my children because they're god's children and that's the thing is yes they are our children but they're ultimately god's children Mm -hmm. and god has entrusted us with the privilege of parenting them Mm -hmm. and raising them so for me i got to realize that because i have a deep connection with god and i need to know that he is entrusting me to raise these lives, mm-hmm. these three people <laughs> to raise them and create a good atmosphere yeah. for them to thrive. And I just think it reminds me of this video I saw on TikTok this past week. Yep. And it's about some, I don't remember, okay, <laughs> the details, but I remember it was saying about if there is a, a, a plant or a flower that's not growing. Mm-hmm. Do you oh, yeah. pick up the plant or fl- say a flower? If there's a flower that's not blooming, mm-hmm. is there something wrong with a flower? Do you blame the flower? Do you pick up the flower? Or what do you do? Do you check the soil? Do you see how much you're watering it? Do you see if it's getting enough sunlight? Mm-hmm. And the, the point of that story is the same thing happens with parenting. Mm-hmm. You know, it kind of reminds me of Fred Claus. <laughs> the movie Fred Claus. I don't know if you've seen it. But Fred Claus, he's he's Santa's brother and he's he's supposed to judge whether kids are on the naughty or nice oh, yeah. list. Oh, yeah. And he says, There's no naughty kid. Yeah. And he starts stamping everybody nice. But I think it's it's it kind of goes with parenting because mm-hmm. just like the analogy of the flower, is is it the flower's fault for not blooming? Mm-hmm. If the flower isn't blooming, is it is it a bad flower or is it not planted in the right soil? Is it not getting enough water? Because the point of that little video I saw was that it's not the flower's fault. Mm -hmm. It's not a bad flower. It needs to be watered. Mm -hmm. Any flower, if you will water it, plant it in the right soil 
and put it in the right amount of sunlight, it will flourish and bloom and grow. Mm-hmm. And the same thing happens with kids. Just like Fred Claus says, there's no mm-hmm. bad kids. Yes, there are challenging kids, but the, the <laughs> challenge of kids is their personalities are yes. different. Their per- personalities are different. Tempers, and mm-hmm. sometimes it doesn't jive with the yeah. parents that yeah. well. You know, personalities I mean, we've clash. Learned, yeah. You know, we kind of switch off sometimes, even in discipline and conversations, yeah. because we know your temperament can handle this child better yeah their, their temperament <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean there's yeah, like a mix yeah. a mix and match and so with that which you were talking about the example it's kind of like it's a, like parenting because the kids they need love but not just all love yeah they need discipline hey, there they you need go. structure so there's all those elements that are going to help grow a healthy child just like a plant <laughs> yeah so you got to make sure they're getting the right amount of each of those things um, you can't just do all, you know, st- strict and discipline and not love or yeah. can't just do all love and no discipline. Wow. You know, you got to do Good a mix, balance, a mix yeah. of all of them. Well, look at us. We are like going deep on our very first episode. <laughs> we like this is supposed to be the intro. We're just supposed to talk about us and and why we're doing this. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad that we are going to have these conversations because as you can see, it's a natural conversation and you never know what's going to pop up and occur. <laughs> And it's just in a flow, but we're so grateful to have these conversations. And I think that if we were to listen to what we talked about, if we were to title it something, it'd probably be maybe intentional parenting. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Or something like that. I love that because that's exactly what I feel it's, it should be called, or at least in our <laughs> in our world, yeah. in how we, our journey. Yeah, because that's the, that's the foundation. Once you are intentional, you will see improvements mm-hmm. regardless of what your experience is in your family. Starting with intentionality will change your family life in a very positive way. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a great first episode. I think it's a great intro to what yeah. we're going to be talking about. We're going to be in- interviewing a few great friends of ours mm-hmm. who are great parents, who we admire their parenting mm-hmm. as well. And we're going to have some great conversations. So I'm very looking forward to that. Yeah. And if you have questions or anything you'd like to send us that we can address in the upcoming podcasts. Yes. We want your toughest questions. (laughs) You, your name will remain anonymous. We will not share your name unless you want to, (laughs) but please send us your questions. Send us topics that you would like Mm -hmm. discussed between us and some of our guests will even throw in your topics with our guests. And I think it will be a great conversation to really help spread what's working in our home mm-hmm. with, into your home, into other homes, so that we can just make stronger families that are just strong and creating mm-hmm. good people and good environments in the, in the world. And basically, we hope that we can just encourage you all in your journey that, you know, you're not alone and these yes. are just some tools that helped us and maybe they will help you because we know it is hard it's hard it is hard and challenging. it is hard and challenging and i'm telling you you have to be strong it is not for the weak you have yeah. to be strong <laughs> and you have to not you know be you know we face what do they call peer pressure too? Yes. From other parents. Oh yes. And so oh, man, that's you a know, good topic. That was that's a good topic. That I'm writing I that knew down. I had to stick to my guns, especially in my girls' teen years. I I was getting an earful, you know, for certain things that we, 
you know, stood by and um, people didn't understand why we did that. And so, um, yeah, peer pressure as a parent is something, you know, you have to be strong and know if you have a strong conviction, stick by it, don't cave in. And, you know, just be strong, find a support group. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have to have a great topic about that because there's so much great conversation Mm -hmm. about that. So, yes, please send us in your topics because we'd love to discuss them and get if we don't have all the answers or good suggestions, we will get someone on this podcast to help you with that. So go ahead and send it. If you want to email it to us, you can email it to yourgoodlifenow@yahoo.com, or you could DM us on Instagram, TikTok. Or YouTube, wherever you can find us. We're on all those platforms. So go ahead and send us your questions. And we would love to tackle those. And if this podcast has encouraged you or you know a parent that or parenting is definitely a big topic. But we are talking about all aspects of family. So we can talk about marriage, a whole bunch of different things, to everything family related. We want to build a strong family. So if that is something that you're interested in, you know someone who would really benefit from this podcast, go ahead and send them this episode. And I'm telling all of you, you do not want to miss next week's episode because I am sharing my number one best parenting advice I have ever received in my life. It's one quote that changed my life forever that I still use to this very day. But I'm going to leave you hanging on the cliffhanger because I do not want to spill the beans yet. But if you come back next week, listen to this podcast, I will share it with you and we'll have a discussion about it. And you'll find out one of the greatest secrets of parenting. (laughs) All right, guys. Intentional parenting. Intentional parenting. Well, thank you guys for listening. And we hope this encouraged you. And as always, my friends, cheers to your good life. Living that good, good life. I'm just living that good, good life. I'm just living that good, good life. I'm just living that good, good life. Good, good.